Hey there, and welcome to the Life with the Shahs podcast, a production of Real Life Online. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. longer on the top did it yeah a little bit is that the new trend i don't know i just kind of do what are, it. what are the new trends you're seeing i just do it what way. are the new trends that you're not into new trends i'm not into and all the 90s clothing that oh yeah are you I, not feeling that the, i wore it in middle school so it was like <laughs> the worst years of my life you know now like how the girls are wearing your flannels now that's kind of weird it is funny. on the first day back to school yeah they both wore one of your flannels i know <laughs> That's so Didn't funny. they? Yeah, yeah, they did. I know. So funny. Yeah. Or the, uh, I don't know, somebody was wearing one of those pullover, like, slick jacket things yesterday with the pocket in the front. You know, that was totally. Oh, like windbreakers? Yeah, like a windbreaker. That was, Ooh. I know they're totally trendy, but that was, like, totally middle school. So Waiting it just for, makes you feel too old? Yeah, it makes me feel like those were not fun years. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm waiting for the starter jacket to come back. Do you remember those? That, yeah. You yeah. like your favorite NFL uh-huh. team like or Raiders whatever. Or, yeah. 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 Raiders, Cowboys, uh-huh. Green Bay. I remember everybody had that one. Yeah. I hope they don't come Did back. you have a Seahawks one? No. Oh. I, I couldn't do it. They were expensive. Yeah. We were not really like that In as a family. fashion forward. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> At that point, I think I was already buying all my own clothes. I think middle school. Cause I was, How? That I, is crazy. I was mowing lawns. I was just hustling you bought your own clothes yes yeah as soon as i started making money it was you were like, hustling. <laughs> yeah old ladies their lawns i would just you know wow yeah kids richie started working in middle school i think i was nine when i first started okay lawns. i think you're exaggerating no, I'm is this serious. like the dad who's like we walked 10 miles in the snow every day to no, school I, have, I started working when i was three <laughs> I had like five or six lawns I would mow when I was nine, ten years old. Wow. Nothing. Our girls need to step it up. I know. Get their cash flow going here. I know. That's that's what I think. That's what we should talk about. How to get kids cash flow go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. How are you? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of pressure. <laughs> Sorry. How are you? How are you? No, really, how are you? Well, That's always a weird question, actually, kind of. Yeah, like I'm lying, so you need to or ask just me like, again. Why, do, why in our culture is that what we always ask everyone? How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Do we really mean it? Or eh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I, mean I don't it. know how I am sometimes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean it when I ask you. Oh, that's nice, babe. Yes. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how to lead yourself today. Whew. That's normally not like the book title you see, right? It's normally like how to lead other people. Right. How to lead your organization. How yeah. to lead your family. Yeah. How to, but can't really do that unless you're leading yourself. Yeah. And that might sound kind of weird, but. That's where it starts though, right? Yeah. Is leading yourself. Yeah. And that's part You're of kind of the only boss, you know, of yourself and. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the hardest person to lead mm-hmm. yourself, right? Yeah. That's like 
kind of the old adage, like the hardest person you'll ever lead is yourself. Mm. Yes. So yeah, leading our lives and our, and our families and all of that is important to a place where we actually have a a life that matters, Mm -hmm. not a life that's just kind of, you know, not impactful. I think that's the motivator for me in this conversation is how do we lead ourselves in a way that's actually going to have something eternal about these lives that makes an impact. Yeah, or not lead all these other things externally, but in the core who we are before God and with our family, that needs to matter most. And I think that's not very sexy or popular yeah. anymore these days, yeah. but it really is what matters the most. Yeah. Your character, yeah. your heart for God, and yeah. your heart for your family. That is the, those are the main people that you have to lead, right. you know? Yeah. Married, single, wherever you're at, like it starts with you first. Yeah. Yeah. And leadership in that place, the the private place or in your family is the leadership that most people will never see. You know, it's the place that is hidden and um, not popular or talked about a lot. And so that to me gives me more passion for it. Like that's where it matters the most Mm. is our leadership in those places. And so... We could talk more about leading your family maybe another time, but yeah, this is good. how to lead ourselves, how first. to lead ourselves first. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, where do we want to start? Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> always Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I Amen. Mean, that's, um, yeah, the, I love John 15, you know, when he said, I'm the vine, you're the branches, you know, my father's the gardener. If you remain in me and I, and you, you will bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. Hmm. And I just think about that phrase, Jesus is not mixing words there. Like apart yes. from an intimate, connected relationship with me, you can produce nothing, nothing of eternal value at all. Even if to the world it looks amazing, yeah, it means nothing. Yeah. So yeah, first thing in leading ourselves is leading our own hearts to have intimacy with Jesus. Because the vine, the branches picture to me is connection. Mm. It's not just like knowledge or understanding or... Um, memorized scripture or whatever, all those things are good things, but what's the goal? Connection, intimacy, yeah. closeness. A heart. Yeah. A heart that's close to Jesus. Yeah. 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 Being You're, in tune with him or what are some other things that that means to like to start lead, with leading. To lead myself. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it, it starts with, um, usually starts with some sort of structure or routine that says, here's my Here's my way of pursuing intimacy with Jesus. And and then he always fills that routine with power, with his spirit, with that connection. But we have to create that space, that time, that energy to actually pursue intimacy with him, mm-hmm. you know, in order to, to make it possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, it can't just be a good desire. It actually has to be a good routine yeah. in our in our lives. But I always think that way first. I think structure first. I know you think different. How do you think about it? No, I mean, I totally agree with you too. Like I think even I was having this conversation at my ladies group. For me, I kind of do have to have like a Bible plan or something. Like yeah. I can't just be like, I'm going to read my Bible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do connect with Jesus more relationally, like mm-hmm. a lot through prayer mm-hmm. and conversations with mm-hmm. him. Is probably the number one way I feel connected to him, but to I have to have the routine of a plan. And I think maybe that's just I don't know if that's just how I how I'm wired or what we all need, but 
for me, I need a plan of like, yeah. do this. Cause yeah. I think, I mean, in my flesh, I would just not do it then. Right. Yeah. So for me, I need something to be like, no, it's not about checking off those boxes, but for me, I need boxes to check yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to have boxes to check. I think some people feel pressure that way, right? Yes. Like, oh, it's not authentic if it yes, feels too structured. Yeah. yeah. But it, it actually creates opportunity to right. have it structured. Right. It may feel a little herky jerky to right. start, but without that, you, you don't have the opportunity for intimacy and yeah. connection and authenticity and right. <laughs> all those things that we want a relationship to be. But yeah, for me, it's, I do love to read scripture and it's like, just reading through it all the time. But for, uh, for me, it's really important to slow down because mm-hmm. I can just like consume a lot of scripture and not necessarily really connect with Jesus. And so I have to really slow down in that. I journal and that's part of how I, because I write a lot slower than I think, you know, yeah. and so it forces me to pray real thoughtfully and slowly and listen to to what he says through scripture and through prayer when I am journaling that way. Um, but that, all of that creates opportunity for him to breathe life into us and grow that intimacy and that connection. So cool. Cause he's so powerful, you know, it's not like yes. when we even talk about this, it sounds so basic, but it's so powerful. Yes. It's kind of like your sermon this week. It's like this whole conversation, it's like simple things, but that's like, that should be the foundation of our life yeah. is these simple things. And instead we fill it with other things, you know, yeah. like We've, Jesus and who we are and our few people that are our family. Yeah. That should matter first. Yeah. And instead we normally do the opposite and yeah. Jesus and the people in our family get the leftovers. Right. Right. Well, get cause we 10 f- minutes at the end of the day or we feel important cause we're busy. We're busy. Or we feel significant cause people want our time or our attention yeah. or we're making money or yeah. we're producing all these things. Yeah. Or- when, like I said, the most significant, most eternal thing is going to be our investment in intimacy with Jesus. And, yeah. And we're not going to produce anything of value if we don't have that right connection. And so, yeah, just, I think staying passionate too about a connection with Jesus is really important to me that I don't, um, I kind of have to lead my heart to want it. Even mm-hmm. if sometimes it does just feel like a yeah. structured thing. Yeah. I have to remind my heart and my mind of like, no, this is like the most important thing right. that I'll ever do in my life is connection with Jesus, you know? And I think that's a choice sometimes. Yeah. Maybe, it's kind of like, it's making me think a lot about marriage too. Yeah. We could talk about that. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of these, if you don't apply that to your marriage, right. it's going to be not go pretty good either. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. A lot of it is a choice and setting up time and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the next way that we lead ourselves? So we first, we want to always start with Jesus, leading ourselves to Jesus. Yeah. And then what's the next thing you would say? Yeah. Leading your thoughts, your mind, your brain to a place of purity and to a place of truth. I think is really important. Our minds are places where we find ourselves caught up a lot. Mm -hmm. And what are we thinking, believing, listening to? Um, Are they pure things? Are they godly things? Um, Are they true or are they lies? Right. And we stopping things that aren't good, that aren't leading us to Jesus or being fruitful. And yeah, yeah. you think about your mind, that is where kind of 
so much of your life flows out of, Mm -hmm. you know, is crazy what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. And you actually are in charge of what you're thinking about Mm -hmm. and what you're focused on. Yes. And whether or not it's true. Or getting rid of that thought. Yeah. You you can do that with Jesus and with, yeah. Yeah. So leading your thoughts, I think leading your your brain is really important um, to to lead yourself if you're if you're gonna have a life that's impactful, for sure. How do you uh, how do you navigate truths and lies in your heart, mind? <laughs> I don't know. That's a big question. Um, yeah, knowing what Jesus said, and you know, having that be. I think when I'm consuming a lot more of the world or social media or um, outside influences more than like mm-hmm. Jesus and godly people, then I can I can notice it in my thoughts too, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think what you do, spend your time with and look at, read, mm-hmm. voices you listen to, mm-hmm. I try to notice that, Yeah. pay attention to that because yeah. I think it starts to like, Fill your mind, you know, and I think it can get really loud. All the voices there is and all the different conversations and some are even good, you know, but that doesn't, that can lead my mind away from Jesus or the most important things. Right. Yeah. I think I can, I think of a lot of things, Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Like I'm not like, like I sometimes like overwhelm Richie because I'll just be (laughs) like, send him an email on a Monday morning, like here's 300 ideas I have right now or whatever. <laughs> and yes. he's like, wow. But I kind of just have to like brain dump that out yeah. because I'll be like, oh, and that, and that, and that. Right. And so sometimes just stopping that. Right. Um, and being like, okay, what do you, where are you at God? Right. Like calm my ADD brain down here right. and keep things simple, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think, consuming the right things helps doing that yeah listening to the right voices the people in my life and yeah making sure that it does start with god's word yeah and then if there is anything i'm filling my mind with that isn't from him stopping that yeah. you know i was just thinking about i'm a pretty emotional leader person period right up and, or up or down a lot <laughs> hard to follow sometimes but it all does start in my brain. Like if I'm discouraged about something or I'm believing a lie that, oh, I didn't do that good or I'm not a, you know, I didn't help that person or whatever. It leads to these emotions that right. a lot of times kind of wreck my day mm. or wreck my leadership mm. because I get consumed with a thought. Right. Maybe, oh, I disappointed somebody or I whatever, you know, and, and how important it is to kind of grab a hold of those thoughts and not let them capture my emotions and then spin up in that whole pattern. You Hmm. know, it's, it's really, um, it starts up there. It starts in my brain that way. Yeah. And and those decisions about what we listen to are so significant. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right though. Having Jesus word as like the ultimate filter is like, is this true? Is this a lie? You know, that, that brings so much clarity that we Hmm. have to choose what we're going to focus on or dwell on. Hmm. Yeah. I think one I'm really passionate about is just our time. Yeah. Like boundaries and being structured and, yeah. um, yeah, just not letting our days just get filled up, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, what isn't it? Bob Goff who says like, you know, being busy isn't like purposeful or something, right. you know, it's, right. 
easy to do that. And I think that's a way that you have to lead yourself is deciding like how to fill up your calendar right? and, or intentionally how not to, Yeah. to yeah. like having days off, having time with Jesus and your spouse and your kids. And right. if there's people that you're spending a lot of time with that aren't good or aren't, you know, then noticing that or, yeah. you know, you're only just wasting time all the time or wasting other people's time. Right. I mean, all those things matter a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Leading yourself does mean leading your routine massively. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of filters on that for sure. I mean, I just think of one of the basic ones. We talk about it in leadership all the time, but I think it's important of leading yourself is like, what are things that only you can do? Yes. I mean, so I, th- good. I think about dads, like you're the only dad that your kids mm-hmm. or moms, right? Yeah. Or moms, you're the only mom that your kids will have or see yeah, or Nobody know. else can do that. Yeah. Nobody so else can that do that for should you. should be a very high priority. Yeah. Your no spouse. one else can be married to your spouse. Yeah. Like that is st- kind of almost starting with like a blank calendar and going, okay, what are the first things? My relationship with Jesus, my relationship with my spouse, my relationship with my kids and, and working your way from the highest priority backwards. Yes. So good. Cause we always start with, well, we got to make enough money. Got to men, we got to, you know, provide for our families or whatever, you know, we create these priorities that are, that are important, but they're not the most important. Mm, That's good. And we fall victim then to our wrong priorities in our schedule. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then we're like mad at our schedule when it's our fault, right? We created it. We allowed it. We made it happen. And some of you just like, you work a, a, you know, a certain job and it's just the way it is. And so, trying to figure out ways to go, okay, well, from eight to five every day, that's blocked out completely for work. But how even within that can I prioritize my spouse? Mm -hmm. How within that can I prioritize my kids? There are times before and after that that I'm really making sure I'm not just wasting time, like you said, or whatever, and really structuring with the first things first as Mm -hmm. the most important part of our day. and sometimes leading yourself just means getting up earlier in the day mm. and or going, go, to, or going bed. to bed earlier. Yeah. yeah, so good. It's like so much gets wasted when we just don't sleep well and oversleep and then mm-hmm. we're rushed we're out the door. Or, yeah. yeah. And we're just not impactful in that right. kind of a spot. So leading, yeah, leading your routine is huge. Other things come to mind when you think about leading I just your schedule? I was thinking of um, that book, Boundaries for Leaders, which is mm. a great book. Yeah. And how Henry he has Cloud. that Oof. quote that's like, you're ridiculously in charge. Yeah. And it's like of your own life, you know, yeah, there's things that happen to all of us or outside things, but when it comes down to it, we're, we each as an individual are ridiculously in charge of our day, yeah. of our thoughts, of our words, mm-hmm. our actions, how we're spending time when no one else is around. And yeah. that's up to us. Yeah. It's like, you know? Yeah. That's nobody else. <laughs> that is the essence of leading yourself, I think, mm-hmm. is taking that responsibility and not yeah. blaming or yeah. putting it off on somebody else or something else. Yeah. And just going, no, I'm in charge. I'm I'm creating something special or right. I'm just allowing it to get right. kind of hijacked. Because I think this can sound really like for certain people, maybe like heavy or stressful or like that sounds like not fun and <laughs> Um, Do you even enjoy life? Yeah. Yeah. Or like 
stressful, you know, to think about living that way. Right. How, how would you encourage people in that? I would encourage you, like, if you do get a good structure and priorities and a good routine, it creates a lot more freedom and room for enjoyment, for, like, margin. And, like, I know my most days where I'm just stacked, like, meeting on top of meeting or, like, I don't enjoy those days. Even though it may seem, like, significant and important, it's, like... I have no like emotional, mental margin yeah. to even like appreciate things. Or connect with people. Connect or, with yeah. people. Be joyful and thankful about stuff. You know, the things that actually bring enjoyment to our lives, we kind of find in those in-between spots. But the only way we have those in-between spots is if we have some sort of structure that plans it out. And so I'd encourage you like just to not be afraid of structure because it feels restrictive it actually brings freedom to your life and to your heart, to your mind, to your relationships. Um, and I, I guess I would just challenge you to like try it, you know, 30 mm-hmm. days or something and see what happens. Like, I bet you, you will find a lot more freedom in some of those places mm-hmm. than you would imagine. Cause I know I have so many friends that, Oh, that just feels like so like burdensome. But I think it's also like, there's grace. It's not like every day we wake we're not a machine. No. You know, that's something that I read the other day and I was telling Richie, it's like, we can't, we're people. Right. Like we fail. There's grace. Yeah. Like life, real life happens. Yeah. We're messy. And yeah. I think this can sound kind of like, you know, put this in and get this out or whatever. Yeah. And that's not our heart at all. And just remembering like there's grace. Like yeah. kids get sick. Yeah. You fight with your spouse right. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Life happens and there's grace for that too. And so not thinking we are these machines that also need to produce. And so that's why I think we would just want to encourage all of us that if we do just live with those few things, Mm -hmm. Jesus and Mm -hmm. our family, like Mm -hmm. let's start there, then everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. And so if that's all that happens in your life, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Amen. If yeah. we make disciples of our family and our kids mm-hmm. and are sold out for Jesus, that's a purposeful life. Yeah. Amen. And so when there's days that nothing else maybe happens, it's okay yeah. because it's who we are. It's not what we do. Right. And so not getting caught up in all that either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like you said, we're not machines. It's like, is, you know, just stopping again and going, oh man, life's kind of a mess right now. Like we need to reevaluate. I need to learn to lead myself again. Or I need to reevaluate how I'm, you know, it's like, this is a constant. Yeah, we're not, we always mess up. Yeah, this is like a always, here we go again. I let that all fall apart. I need to like recenter, reset, um, refigure this out again. Yeah. You know, but I think the encouragement is just to keep doing that as you find yourself. Those main things as the filter, like we said. Yeah. Jesus, your family. Yeah. Your heart for him. Yeah. We're going to stand before him someday, you know, and it's going to be, uh, it could be terrifying or it could be amazing. And mm, and these are both the, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these are the little things that I think matter most to him. Mm-hmm. So good. Our own soul, our, our most intimate relationships in our marriage with our kids. You know, we could talk about leading in the church. We could talk about leading at work and your neighborhood, all that stuff. But this first things come first, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, um, all of that rest of that impact flows out, flows of, out this of that yeah, and gives us opportunity for that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's real life. We're all in this together, figuring yes. it out. Yeah. 
Well, I love you. Love you too. I hope this is helpful for yes. for lots of people. So yes. I know it's helpful for me a lot. Yeah, me too. Thank you for helping me figure this out over and over again too. Yeah. I yeah, don't a, think we like do it perfect here, people. <laughs> I'm a mess every a lot week, of the every time. week. We, <laughs> yeah, we're like that wasn't good. So that's <laughs> yes. the amazing thing about Jesus is yep. he has grace. So yep. it's mercy new every day. Every day is a new day to uh, start again. Yes. Yep. Okay. Right. Love you guys. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the Life with the Shaws podcast, a production of Real Life Online. We exist to reach the world for Jesus one person at a time. And you can help us do that by liking, sharing, and subscribing to this podcast. As always, we hope this podcast encouraged you and pointed you closer to Jesus. Take care.